Ling Fei Sun v. City of New York. Good morning, Honorable Judge. This is Ms. Sun, plentiful apparent process. Please allow me to read the written paper to present my oral argument. Thank you. You know you'll have five minutes. Thanks. Eastern District Court of New York wrongfully dismissed plentiful's all claim against the defendants appellee, Amherst Hospital, the doctors, and the defendants of municipal. On statute of limitation and the claim preclusion scrubs, clearly the United States District Court should have applied the continuing violation and the continuing medical wrong acts doctrine. The defendant parry the series of the continued violation and the medical wrong for acts accurate. Please see my brief at pages 3 to 15, which the beginning of August was included in the series of related wrong for acts which was timely against the defendants because the continuing violation and the continuing wrong for acts doctrine overrides the statute of limitation, allowed the plentiful against the defendants. Clearly, it was unconstitutional that the Eastern District Court ruled that the plentiful could and should have brought her federal claim in her state court action was as the claim preclusion. Judge Deary wrongfully dismissed the plentiful's Eastern District Court case. And the plentiful have rights to amend complaint and claim, and the court should allow the plentiful to amend complaint and claim. My life was saved from the defendants' apparent psychiatric wards hospitalizations because I had asked mental health supermicrobial healing for justice. I was discharged from the psychiatric wards hospitalizations by judge's order. Clearly, I'm normal, healthy, and no mental illness at all. Time brings new facts to the plentiful's United States District Court case. With new facts, claim preclusion does not bound the plentiful's District Court lawsuits. Please see my reply brief. Judge Deary's order and the court clerk's judgment which appealed that 
dismissed the plaintiff's apparent case were erred in negligence and unconstitutional. Honorable Judge, please review my appeal case. See my brief and reply brief. The series of related continuing violations and the wrongful accord were when I was in my room and in my living place having my daily life. There was no any situation likely to result in serious harm to myself or other situation. But the defendants falsely arrested me and wrongfully imprisoned me. And the defendants, Amherst Hospital and the doctors, wrongfully abused the article of the New York mental hygiene law to lock up me. I am the person who was normal, healthy, and no mental illness at all, was wrongfully detained in the psychiatric wards, hospitalizations. Please see my brief at page 3 to 15. And for example, the situation on March 10, 2005, at page 7 to 8. The defendants apparently violation and the wrongful acts serious harmed me. Judge Deary's order and the judgment should be reversed. The plentiful apparent Eastern District Court case should continue. The defendant apparently Amherst Hospital, the doctors, and the defendants of a municipal were responsible for the series of related continual violations and continuing medical wrongful acts. And they must compensate the plentiful. They violated the plentiful's constitutional right and civil liberty. And dealt the wrongful acts cruelly harmed the plentiful. Are you, you're over your time. Could you finish up, please? Yes. I thank for United States Constitution giving me constitutional right. I am here to present my oral argument to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning. Eva Jerome from the New York City Law Department on behalf of the medical and municipal appellees. The appellant has had ample opportunity to present a meritorious case as she's been litigating these hospitalizations for 14 years, trying different courts to assert the claims based on the exact same facts. She sought to appeal to the Court of Appeals. She sought to appeal to the Supreme Court of the United States. The federal complaint fares no better than her two unsuccessful state complaints. 
her claims in the federal court are barred either by race judicata, collateral estoppel, or the failure to state a claim. Moreover, it would be a futile exercise to allow her to amend again, as no Monell claim can stand in the absence of a constitutional claim. I want to just touch briefly on a few points that the appellant raised. One is that she had a full and fair opportunity to litigate the applicability of the mental hygiene law and full and fair opportunity to litigate whether there was any medical malpractice that would have prevented the privilege afforded under the mental hygiene law. The doctrine of the continuing treatment doctrine is not applicable here because she, on the one hand, maintains that she has no illness whatsoever, so she could not have an expectation of continuous treatment for a condition she denies ever having had. The last point I'd like to make is that with respect to the municipal defendants, there are grounds for dismissing them in addition to what the district court ruled, which is that she has failed to plead any Monell liability whatsoever, and she has alleged no personal involvement vis-a-vis Sergeant Cunningham. And she, indeed, does not even respond to the Sergeant Cunningham in her reply. If the Court has no further questions, I will respectfully rest on a brief. Thank you. Thank you for your argument. Thank you for your arguments. The Court will reserve decision. The final case on the calendar, Brown v. Signorella, is on submission. The Clerk will adjourn court. Thank you.